0: Welcome to the first installment of Dark Concepts Archive. I am your host, Brian J. Cummings, and in this series, I delve into some of the creepiest topics from the research I've done for my horror stories and give you a little commentary on some of my personal experiences with the paranormal. And today's topic is the infamous shadow people. So, uh, first off, what are they and where do they come from? So... From what I've experienced myself and what I could dig up, no one truly has a definitive answer as to what they truly are. Uh, they're descriptive, descriptive. Their description can vary from person to person. They are said to lurk in the corner of the eye as translucent, ambiguous masses of darkness. Or they can loom directly in front of someone as a full-on, solid humanoid being comprised of a shadow that is darker than the darkness of a room. As to where they come from, uh, your guess is as good as mine. Are they formerly living souls trapped in between this life and the next? Entities imprinted on our surroundings by pure conscious energy? Curious beings visiting from a neighboring dimension? Or bona fide demons here to harvest your soul and drag you kicking and screaming straight to hell? As with anything paranormal, there's no concrete answer. But are they really evil or just good at scaring people? Um, As far as shadow people go, all of my experiences, except for one, have been basically benign. Um, Most of the time, they just hang out and watch what's going on, which makes me believe that some of them could potentially just be remnants of human consciousness left over after death, maybe. Um, But they could also be inhuman and just simply curious. Uh, One thing I've discovered that most of the time after you notice them, they go away. But every once in a while, they tend to come back. And when they do, they come closer, and closer, and closer, until they're practically in your face. I actually had that happen to me one time on a job site that was supposedly haunted. Um, And (laughs) I'm just sitting there trying to eat my lunch, and I keep seeing this head poking around the corner, and... And eventually, it—I guess—it noticed that I could kind of see it, so it came in and was like practically right in front of my face. And I had to tell it to leave me the hell alone because, you know, it's weird enough when the living stare at you when you eat, um, let alone someone who's not alive, I guess. But yeah, it left me alone after that, so it kind of works. So uh, that said. Uh, There are, however, instances where these entities can be malevolent. And sometimes downright sinister. I've had one encounter with something malevolent, and I was certain the entity was trying to end me. Um, I had the impression that this being whatever it was wasn't simply a shadow person, but something else entirely. But I'll cover that experience in an upcoming True Ghost Stories episode. So yeah, um... Moving on. Sleep paralysis is often accompanied with the sightings of these beings. Most of the time they just stand in the doorway or in the corner of a room, but sometimes they move around, get closer to the subject, and are accompanied by the sounds of whispering, buzzing, or sometimes even screaming. But, uh, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Screaming? Nah, it's okay. So, now, enter the hat man. Some of the most common and sinister experiences during sleep paralysis is that of the Hat Man. Personally, I've never seen this entity, nor would I want to, because the stories behind him sounds um, terrifying to say the least. I've only personally had sleep paralysis one time, and it was in a, in a haunted house in the state of Maine. Um, I never saw anything, but the experience was definitely worth noting. Um, I did record what I experienced in season 1 episode, at the end of season 1 episode, called Lilacs, for those who are interested in hearing that experience. Sometimes this being has glowing red eyes and looms in doorways, but also features like facial hair can be distinguished. Most people who experience this entity often get the notion that the Hatman is basically the leader of the Shadow People, And he is seen most of the time wearing a top hat, but sometimes he's wearing a fedora. And the hat man, whoever he is, gets around because a phenomenon has been reported worldwide. So that said, um, what does the scientific community have to say about this? Um, Psychologists often chalk up these experiences to lack of sleep, causing the mind to kind of glitch out and start hallucinating. Um, Things like heightened emotions, the onset of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, to methamphetamine use are common among those who see these entities, but um, infrasound or subaudible sound waves can also really screw with the mind and even fuck with the eyes themselves, causing hallucinations. Um, for those who don't know, these unusual sound waves can be emitted from small motors and all kinds of random equipment and can be, can really fuck with the senses from time to time. Um, so can high levels of electromagnetic fields or EMFs, which can be emitted through improper or damaged wiring or electrical equipment. So what if all of this is just infrasound or EMFs? Um, The skeptical side of me loves this, to be honest, because it could be plausible and could very well explain the multiple encounters I've had with shadow figures. Um, But do I buy this explanation? Kind of, though not entirely. Many of my instances could be very well explained by this, even those where I felt like somebody was coming up behind me. Um, Infrasound and high EMFs could have been prevalent there as these instances happened in a building that happened to be right next to a substation. Uh, Or these factors could facilitate in the manifestation of these entities depending on how you want to look at it. Um, I just know that I've had these experiences with or without these factors. Uh, And so for those who do believe in this stuff... What is the best method for protection from or getting rid of these things? Uh, Disclaimer, if you're having serious issues with sleep or mental health, I want to say up front, seek medical professional help immediately. Um, Cover those health bases first, especially if you have a history of trauma or mental health issues in your family. Okay. Okay. One thing that stuck out while perusing ways to banish shadow people was that they aren't too fond of clean and happy spaces. Um, That goes for tons of other nasty critters too, not to mention keeping a clean and tidy space will do wonders for your mood. Um, Cleansing rituals are often good, but it's imperative that you know what you're doing. Um, You don't want shit to backfire. Intention is the key when it comes to that sort of thing, and if you have doubts, call in someone with that kind of expertise. Or the Ghostbusters. What some people have done in the past that has worked is evoke the name of Jesus. It sounds cliche, but it has absolutely worked for some people. If that's where your beliefs align, go for it. Um, But Jesus isn't everyone's bag, and the key here is faith. You do have to believe in what you're evoking to actually help you. So for those of you who don't vibe with that... Another option that has helped me in the very few instances where I felt attacked is grounding myself. Grounding is something that anyone can do, regardless of your religious or spiritual beliefs. You can start by feeling your body on the earth, whether it's your feet on the ground or your back on the mattress, and focus on your breath. Sometimes I make it a point to press my hands into the ground too. And I don't mean just flit your attention to your feet and your breath. I mean really f- fucking focus on it. Um, all of your attention. This is much easier said than done, which is why I'm a firm believer in a regular meditation practice. Not only is it incredibly beneficial for your well-being all around, um, it is an excellent tool in case you ever need it, just to calm down a lot of times. Um, There are many cultures worldwide that say we draw our power from the earth, and man, I believe it. The Earth is our foundation to everything, and sometimes our feet look like they're firmly planted on the ground, but our minds and spirit are untethered from reality and we are just bobbing around on the ceiling like a loose balloon. So there you have it, a short explanation into the Shadow People phenomenon. Along with the sources I have listed below in the show notes, two documentaries I found very interesting were The Nightmare and The Hat Man. And I found both on Amazon Prime, though I think the Hatman you actually have to, like, subscribe to a channel or purchase. If you like this style of podcast, let me know. I'd be happy to hear from you. Um, the next Archive episode is currently set to drop Monday, March 10th, and we will be discussing the lore around the woman in white, where I have a few strange occurrences of my own to contribute. Um, oh, and uh, before I forget, if you've had any experiences with any... but. Any of these entities I've spoken about today, or anything, honestly, just let, let me know. Um, I'm currently looking for go- true ghost stories to tell in my upcoming uh, ghost story episodes. And uh, reach out to me as well if you have any suggestions for upcoming shows. You can get a hold of me directly through my website, BrianJCummings.com, and I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where I release two-sentence horror stories on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. My book of short stories from the first season of Dark Concepts is available on Kindle and will soon be on other distributors as well as in good old paperback, which is my favorite. I will be back next Monday with a short story channeled from the darkness of the witching hour. So keep a candle nearby, because you never know when the lights will go out. Have you seen the shadow man? Yeah. (laughs) What? Damn. You're telling me something. Shit.